Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. I am joined by Jose, Harry, and Todd. We got the full crew here tonight, ready to talk a little bit about high school playoff soccer action, uh, some of the academy team, what they're doing up there in the Dallas Cup, and also, of course, San Antonio FC with their first victory here at home over St. Louis, and a quick preview of what we think going into LA Galaxy 2. Harry, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Uh, had a fun time out there on Saturday. Uh, took the took the family out. So you know, San Antonio FC always puts up a good show. Um, lots of stuff to talk about tonight. So looking forward to hear you know about what uh, Todd and Jose and you have to have to share as well tonight. Yeah, it should be a fun episode. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, hopefully, you guys will be able to catch up on all the soccer news here in San Antonio by just listening to our show. Jose, how are you, my man? Good evening, guys. Uh, excited, excited. Uh, after finally a game at home, after so many months of in the cold, cold winter, we finally got, got out to go out there to uh, on Saturday night and uh, see SAFC play. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a uh, chilly evening out there at Toyota Field. It was beautiful weather. Uh, we had some great tailgates out there. It was good seeing everybody. Uh, it was a great showing actually underneath uh, Thousand Oaks Bridge. Todd, it was great catching up with you, my man. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. Finally beginning to get my voice back after Saturday night. Um, had a great time at the tailgate. Got to hang out with Mission City. Got to hang out with some of the 210. Um, it was a great evening Saturday. Got to hang Can't out with somebody's the next one. Got to hang out with somebody's parents too, I believe. Did you have to uh, check your Twitter feed and? Uh... How many f bombs were dropped while while talking to uh, Alex's Bruce, Alex Bruce's mom and dad? Uh, shout out to Thomas St. George for bringing uh, Alex Bruce's dad Robert over to meet me. Um, it was great to meet him. It's great to meet his mom. They listen to the show every week, so it was great to meet him. Great to talk to him. Great to hear their thoughts on the podcast. Bunch of complimentary comments. I look forward to a good season of seeing Alex out on the pitch. That's awesome, and I can't wait to have the opportunity to meet them as well. And um, speaking of Thomas St. George, we saw his doppelganger, I believe, on a Saturday. Harry, you called that out. T tell us a little bit about maybe a, a long-lost twin or, or some type of relative. Yeah, Chris Tierpak's dad, because uh, SAFC posted a picture saying, hey, how cool it is to celebrate the game-winning goal uh, in front of your family. And his dad, I think, has just as impressive of beard as Thomas does which you know if, you've, if you know Thomas you know it's uh, pretty impressive and uh, one uh, somebody who cannot grow a beard is mighty jealous of the two of them but uh, they would rival ZZ Top if uh, they ever paired up together so do you guys think we're gonna have some time during the season we're gonna have a beard off <laughs> a beard off I mean I guess will they still be playing in November <laughs> that would be hopefully the title yeah, yeah exactly I mean that's I guess that's the question right there is I think if they're still playing in November then absolutely you got to have that playoff beard right yeah true true we'll have to do a poll uh sometime this week on whose beard is more epic Thomas St. George or uh Mr. Tear Pack so look for that on our uh, Twitter feed but wanted to uh, just kind of recap a little bit of the high school game that I got to see Last week, um, I know I tweeted about it, so it's a little bit of old news at this point, but just wanted to reiterate uh, how impressed I was by that Warren versus O'Connor game. 
O'Connor went up early in the first half, two to zero. And talking with some of the former students and people I know that attended O'Connor, um, apparently that was like one of the most impressive first halves they've played all season because after the match, I thought, man, that team was really good. And come to find out, I just got to watch the best 45 minutes basically that they've played all year. And uh, they looked really impressive. Number 10 for O'Connor, Nathaniel Blake, who is actually, and I didn't know this at the time as I was watching the game, but Nicholas Blake is someone who I've talked to who is playing for a Northwest Vista, played for Trinity at one time, um, had thought about maybe going and playing for the Houston Dutch Lions, really talented kid who I've had the opportunity of getting to know. I was asking him after the game because I forgot that he was an O'Connor alum who number 10 was. Turns out it's his little brother, which doesn't surprise me in the least. But he had the second goal for O'Connor, which was very impressive. Got to talk to uh, Warren's head coach after the game and just kind of find out what he told his boys at halftime because they came out in the second half and scored three quick goals. Um, had an early goal in the, first, or in the second half by Nick Vaddy, number 20, who uh, was one of the top three players and impressed me. I actually was talking to him after the game. And I always kind of take notes of just numbers of players that stand out because – we're not at the point yet where we really have rosters and media credentials and, and things of that nature, which I, I really hope to have uh, moving into the playoffs here. But uh, messaged him after the game and just kind of showed him where I had put his number down and everything as one of the players that stood out and apologized for not knowing what his name was. And he said, hey, man, that doesn't matter as long as my number's there. So uh, I thought that was a great attitude. He is uh, looking at playing at either Our Lady of the Lake University or um, maybe playing with at St. Mary's uh, there where Victor Villarreal is going to be playing. So a lot of local San Antonio high school talent staying local. So it'll be fun to watch these kids. He had the first goal in the second half, which was really impressive. I shared that one. That was that rocket that you saw from uh, outside the box. Second half, the second goal, they uh, got a handball in the box. were able to put away the PK. It was tied 2-2. That's when things really started to get interesting. And apologize for not knowing the young player's name, uh, but number 11, for Warren was just really quick, uh, smaller guy, uh, but just really quick, really dangerous, nice footwork, was able to score off of a, a rebound, and Warren ended up winning the game 3-2, to two, winning districts, clinching that. Uh, as, as you posted earlier, Todd, uh, first time in seven years, them making the playoffs, and it was the first time in over 10 years for them to uh, win districts. So got to talk to Coach Perez after the match, Really great guy. Um, just really looking forward to watching their playoff run. I know, Jose, me and you are going to go check them out as they take on Smithson Valley on Wednesday. So that should be a great game. That's going to be at 7 p.m. at Comalander Stadium. So excited about that. And then Thursday, uh, as I mentioned last week, Brandeis was actually – the girls were playing on the other field. They won their game 9-0. So Thursday, I'm going to go check out Brandeis versus New Braunfels High School, 7 p.m. again there at Ferris Stadium. So uh, if you guys haven't checked out any of these high school teams, there's a ton of talent. It, it, they're exciting to watch. Uh, that game that I saw, Warren versus O'Connor, it was just – it did not disappoint. I know, like I say, I'm kind of beating a dead horse here because I already posted this stuff. But really just wanted to reiterate, San Antonio, get out there and support these kids. If you're not doing anything on a Wednesday or Thursday and you just want to go see some good soccer – there's a ton of games going on right now as we head into the playoffs. So looking forward to that. But speaking of some exciting soccer outside of San Antonio FC, 
we have the San Antonio FC Pro Academy again up there at the Dallas Cup, and they got to witness a pretty epic match on Sunday with the U19 Supergroup as Manchester United took on Tigres, and I believe it ended in a 2-2 draw. Uh, but I can't imagine what those kids kind of – it was at the Cotton Bowl. So, I mean, getting to see a game uh, of that magnitude. Todd, I know you were doing a little bit more research on the Dallas Cup. Tell us about the prestige of this tournament and how excited these boys should be to be competing at this level. The Dallas Cup is an invitational-only international tournament. It's in its 38th year. Um, it's teams from the U13s up to the U19s. Um, Clubs participating this year, you have Toronto FC, Manchester United, Arsenal, Liverpool, Barca, um, Chivas San Pedro, Tigres, um, SAFC, the Houston Dynamo, um, the River Hounds. Um, it's a big tournament. Um, Freddie Adu's played in it. Wayne Rooney's played in it. Landon Donovan. Um, David Beckham, Oscar Rojos have all played in this tournament. Um, someone that everyone might be familiar with that doesn't play, that never played pro soccer, but Akeem Olajuwon, basketball's the dream. He played in the inaugural 1980 competition for the Lego Stars. He was a goalkeeper for him before he even shot a basketball. So it is a big prestigious, internationally known tournament. FC Dallas under 18 is the current champion in the U19 Supergroup. These boys are playing on a big stage this week. Yeah, they are playing on a big stage. And we kind of got to find out on the U13s, they ended up winning 1-0, to correct? They beat FC Dallas Academy 1-0. Uh, Tomorrow they'll go on to play TS TSF Academy, who beat Club Mana today three to zero. They'll play, and then Wednesday they'll play Club Mana to end out the group or to end the group stage. Win the group, you move on to the knockout round. Yeah, and uh, TSF Academy was the other team who won today. Uh, Mana and FC Dallas both losing. So uh, San Antonio FC Pro Academy right now tied for first and, and taking on the uh, co-host of that first place spot. TSF Academy, so that'll definitely be a game to uh, watch for the result of. But the uh, U14 team played a club from Mexico, Jose. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> so the U14 uh, team, uh, unfortunately, they went, they lost 2-0 uh, against uh, Selección Chihuahua Talentos, which is basically a, a select team from the state of Chihuahua in Mexico. And um, in their group, uh, TSF lost to FC Dallas Youth, uh, 1-0. So uh, San Antonio. So the next match for for the U14 team is going to be uh, between San Antonio and TSF, and both of these teams uh, lost their matches today. So they need they need a rebound uh, to move on to the next stage. Yeah, absolutely. And regardless of the results, uh, as you were saying, Todd, I mean, just such a prestigious tournament, invitational only. I can remember growing up there in North Dallas, you know, never having played in it, but I'd go out there and catch games just to see some of these international teams and international talent there in Dallas. I mean, it's amazing. And uh, it's kind of neat, too, because local club players, whether it's for Solar, Dallas Texans, you know, just some of the local club players will actually be hosts 
to some of these international players that travel. So I never partook in that. I had friends that did and got to hang out with some of the different kids from some of these different countries. And it's really neat just to learn about soccer culture over there, you know, just culture in general, when you get to hang out with just international soccer players. So it really is a pretty neat opportunity for these young kids from San Antonio. And regardless of the results, I think it's a great experience for these boys to be playing at this level. I mean, Harry, you got any final thoughts? Yeah, I think you nailed it on the head. You know, obviously, you know, we all want wins. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, to me, you know, being, you know, 12, 13, you know, 14 around that age to be able to go, you know, experience this event, you know, being able to play. But I think more important, be able to have the off the field interactions with, you know, you know, the other teams, the players, you know, other countries. It's something that, you know, they'll be able to cherish for the rest of their life. So to me, that's the, you know, great thing that, that this tournament does is, you know, we always talk about soccer being the world's game. And this is just another example of it, you know, all the way down to, you know, young teens age of bringing everybody together, you know, for a common game. I agree 100%. And they'll come back better for having gotten to experience this. Their game will be better. They'll be better as just people in general. I think that's, you know, what's beautiful about the game of soccer is, you know, you learn off the field lessons as well. So cheering for you, Academy boys. Uh, like I say, regardless of result, San Antonio is proud of you. Keep up the good work. Keep fighting strong. Can't wait to see what you do. And uh, just as you progress, I mean, this is still relatively new. So they added the U15s this year. It's only going to get better. So this is kind of the inaugural Dallas Cup for San Antonio FC Academy. And the whole city of San Antonio, I think, just wants to say how proud we are of you guys for competing on this level. You win. Find the